you are flying to Mississippi today? I am flying to Mississippi because of the coronavirus. I'm going to stay a couple of months with my family because I miss them so much. So I'm going to get on their nerves instead of Vange now. <laughs> right, because you've been living with Vangie this whole time, right? Right. It's been lovely. I, I saw that you were protesting with your family like a couple weeks ago down there. Yes. When I was there, I protested and we did a few crab boils. Mm. You know, I have a family of education. My grandmother still is a teacher at 82. My younger brother's in college to be a teacher. My older brother is a principal now. My mom was a teacher at one point. Um, so I come from a family of educators. So at home, we have wonderful discussions about everything. And so now with the protesting and Pride Month, because, you know, I got to include them in Pride to make sure I keep them going and up front yeah. about, you know, my life and, you know, about being tolerant and accepting of others, you know? So yeah, we talk about everything. So I'm going home for like two or three months. I haven't lived at home since I was 18. So they only know one week, two weeks, Silky. They don't know the three months, Silky. <laughs> Oh, my God. You, you all are going to learn a lot about each other again. Oh, they're upset with me already. <laughs> hello, 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 squirrel friends. I'm John Polly, a producer on RuPaul's Drag Race and a Drag Race historian. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, or as we like to call it. Brought to you by World of Wonder and VH1, this podcast takes you deep inside the big pink furry box that is every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 5. Each week, I am joined by RuPaul's Drag Race icons, as in the queens who have made herstory, to talk about this season and their own Drag Race experiences. So thank you for listening, and warning, because there's going to be what? Spoilers! So, consider yourself warned. And to keep up, make sure you watch RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars every Friday on VH1 at 8 p.m. 7 Central. Or you can watch in select territories on WowBrizens Plus if you're someplace that you can't get VH1. So, having said that, today I am very honored to be joined by the luminous, the tasty, the talented, the world-traveling Dr. Reverend Silky Nutmeg Ganache. Hello! Hi, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. So today you are traveling, you're taking a little family time. Now, is Vanjie going to be lost without you in your apartment? No, she's not going to be lost. She's going to be there with Thackeray. Thackeray going to take good care of her, the cat. Oh, Vanjie's like big, fluffy, little like puss-faced cat. I've seen it. Yeah, the Persian cat, yes. You're you're flying home today. You're you're in a safe area, the airport. We're chatting. Absolutely, I'm in a, like a corner, and nobody's coming to bother me because TSA made me take my pass out my bag. So I'm like walking around with pads in my hand. So, <laughs> <laughs> what town is it? Moss Point, Mississippi. Moss Point. Moss Point. We made it. Moss Point. I'm back. <laughs> How have you been doing during these revolutionary times? Um, I gained 20 pounds because me and Vanjie was drinking every day. You know, we got bored and we drank Hennessy. My mom was just like, that's not going to help you guys. Eat, buy some food. <laughs> and I was just like, we need alcohol so we could turn up on live. You know? I know. You all have been killing it online. You have been so fun. You were doing readings. Weren't you doing like tarot readings? We were doing tarot card re readings. We got drunk and did it. And the tarot card readings were uh, Monopoly game cards. <laughs> and we were going to do it again. And I had Black History Month cards. So I was ready, you know. 
just something to keep it fun. Okay, well, let's get into this All-Stars episode. It is All-Stars 5. Who have you been rooting for this season? You know what? I am, I've been rooting, like, from the very beginning for Jujubee because when I first watched Drag Race, Jujubee was one of my favorites. She was so talented. She was so clean and poised and beautiful. I must say my, my Chicago Drag Race sister, Shea Coulee, has been killing it, and she's one of my other top favorites as well. So I'm rooting for those two. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, like, this week's episode is Snatch Game of Love. We're going to go through the whole thing. Were, were, were you entertained? Let me tell you, I lived, live, live, live for it. Now, the gag is, you know, you only get to do three people at a time. Mm-hmm. Honey, they should have uh, moved Alexis Mateo. They should have switched Alexis Mateo and Blair St. Clair. Because, <laughs> honey, if they would have done that, that first group sent all three of them home. Honey, let me tell you. Um, so, yeah, so there, there's two groups because there are six queens left. And since you, you mentioned the two groups, I want to ask this. This is silly. But, like, for each of these groups, I'm going to break it up into Boink, Mary, or Block. In the first group, the first group that, that does the Snatch Game of Love is Ms. Cracker, Alexis Mateo, and India Farah. Which one would you want to Boink, Mary, or Block? Say oh, my girl. That's a bad group. <laughs> if it was Cracker, India Farah, and um, Blair... Honey, we just would have blocked the whole group. Those three girls just completely bombed it for me. I expect Cracker to be funny because I think she's funny, but like, and she did her Lady Gaga, but it was so serious. She didn't was wasn't able to like find the fun in it. Like she looked great and kind of sounded good, but I don't even think it was serious. I think it was just Gaga is a character on and off stage, and she didn't have a character at all. She just wore this beautiful gown and thought she was gonna look like Gaga, and you got to amp it up when you're the first person because it was horrible. Alexis Mateo killed her. Alexis killed her. Right. It made Alexis Mateo the star of the first one and Alexis was going in. Uh, uh, Miss India Farrell, first off, she was doing Jeffree Star and I'm not a big fan of that. So I wasn't in tune. She, it was nothing. There was no jokes. Girl, at that point, I felt bad for her. I, right. I hear you that, yeah, she needed something better to do. Snatchmaker, snatchmaker, make me a match. And the crown could be yours, Bubbala. Let's hope he's a match. Now, are you a good matchmaker? Do you ever set your friends up? I actually am the best matchmaker. I can't get a man, but I sure can help you get find one. I am a really good matchmaker. Really? Well, how, how do you know who's good for who? You know what? Instincts. I'd be like, ooh. It goes by looks first. I got to look at them. And then, you know, it goes second with the spirit. Mm-hmm. My spirit tell me if they spirit's going to be right. Well, I guess intuition, if you want to say intuition, but it's really my spirit, honey. We, you, I, As people, I feel that we all have spirits, and we can sense things within everybody's spirit when we first meet them. Like, John, when I met your spirit, I knew I was going to love you <laughs> because you was a, a beautiful man, and then you always had a great work ethic, and my spirit picked that up on you. So. Oh, well, that's very nice of you. Well, the, the feeling is mutual. I'm a big, I'm a huge Silky fan. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, maybe somebody needs to do some matchmaking for you. If you're looking, I don't know, no pressure. We decided, I did um, a show last night, and they said, we're going to bring you back on, and we're going to find you someone, and we're going to name the show Silky Snack Pack. Ooh, 
delicious. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're a catch. I mean, you're like a performer. You're talented. You're smart as hell, educated. You can cook. Hello. Child, let me tell you. But you got to be able to deal with someone that wake up in the morning and be like, ooh, I'm a butch stud. And then some days I wake up and I'll be like, ooh, I'm a woman. You know, so. <laughs> it's like the best of all worlds. Oh, let me tell you. They just ain't ready for it <laughs> yet. Well, you're also perfect to talk about this episode because you won the Snatch Game in Season 11. I didn't win the Snatch Game on Season 11. I was the Snatch Game on Season 11. (laughs) With your T.S. Madison, which was so good, did you have fun doing it in the moment? Yes, because I was really nervous at first until I introduced myself. And then after everybody introduced themselves, I already kind of felt knew how it was going to go. And I was like, oh, these girls ain't got nothing on me. Let me go ahead and show out. Cut up. Ah, and you did. You did. Yeah, you kind of like set the tone. You're the first person Rue talks to, which is great. Because you and Rue always have such good rapport, like have so much fun talking. Mm-hmm. So it like set the tone for everybody, I think, which also, you know, which helps. They just they just couldn't keep up with you. They couldn't. <laughs> Nobody came close to me at the stash game. And that's not me being arrogant. I'm just telling facts. Facts are facts. So they're in the workroom and they start talking about who they're going to do for Snatch Game. Shay's outfit in the workroom, she was wearing this kind of like jumpsuit that had like a belt thing that went up to her shoulders, like a really high waist. Did you notice it? It was real cute. I'm just, I just want to point it out. That was the first thing I noticed when she walked in. I was like, is that shoulders out? I I was like, oh, I am living for this. If I ever get invited back to All Stars, honey, trust and believe my boy outfits is going to be just as pretty as my girl outfits. I know, Shay's like raising the bar. Yes. So they all talk about who they're going to do. Juju is planning to do Eartha Kit. Now, is it a bad idea to do somebody who's been done one or two times before? I think if you're going to do somebody that's been done before, you have to top them off. Like, you have to be the one that really give it because, you know, Chi Chi Devane did, oh, Valentina. And neither one of them was really good. They were both kind of just like, so if you're going to do it, you gotta, you, you got to, like, show everybody up who's done it before. Before you could be known for it, you know? Yes, yes. Shay is talking about she's going to do Flav a Flav. And did that worry you at all? You're like, mm, or what'd you think when she first said that? No, Flavor Flav is an entire character. I grew up watching Flavor of Love, even though he's a hype man. It was perfect. Yeah, yeah. It was always kind of in costume and looks and just outrageous. I, I love Flavor Flavor. I love the entire ideal. And then Alexis mentions Rue. When Rue comes over to Alexis, he immediately clocks. She's going to do Walter Mercado. Now, were you familiar with Walter Mercado? A little bit. I didn't remember his name, but once they had, remember he was the magician or the psychic, it all came back to me. And I was like, I remember him for a little bit from my childhood. And I was just like, oh, this could be really interesting. This can really turn the party. Yes, yes. So... And then they talk about who else is who's going to be who. Blair is going to do Ellen. Rue is not convinced, but Blair says she didn't bring another option. Did you have a backup for T.S. Madison? I didn't plan on doing T.S. Madison there. I, one of my options was Oprah. Ah. And that's one of the reasons why I didn't want to play Oprah in the Rusical. So I switched to T.S. Madison because we was quoting her in the workroom a lot. And I was just like, that's who I need to do. Someone from our community and someone that's going to, you know, turn it up, to amp it up and give a little history. Yeah. Right. And she's somebody who Rue loves. So that's a built-in bonus. Right. Right? I mean, because, like, having it be somebody Rue's familiar with, at least you have that. It's pressure because if, if Rue loves her, then you got to do her well. Mm-hmm. 
We're gonna take a quick break and when we come back, we're gonna dive into these performances, hardcore, and then Silky's gonna share her own tips on snatching some love. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We're going to share the love because the world needs lots of love right now. And then we got Runway. There's a lot coming. Are you down, Silky? I'm ready. Okay, we'll be right back. Hello, my divas. It's your Essex girl, Cheryl Hole here. Now, you know I love my girl groups. So I've started a brand new podcast called Girl Group Gossip. Each week, we discuss in depth our favorite girl groups from the Saturdays to Girls Aloud to the Pussycat Dolls and maybe even Desperate Housewives. You name it, we'll discuss it. Joining me on the podcast, I have got some extra special guests and extra special co-hosts. So tune in each week and let's have a gossip. Listen now, wherever you get yours. Okay, we are back with one of the top four queens of season 11 of RuPaul's Drag Race. The only Miss Nutmeg and our superstar. She's a scholar, a gourmet cook, an activist. And she has survived living with Miss Vanjie during quarantine times. <laughs> I commend you on all of these things. You know what? It's been an, a truly adventure. And my toughest challenge today is surviving coronavirus with Vanjie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, that's like, you know, that's, that's a whole different kind of quarantine. It is, but it's been amazing. She's a great friend. Yeah. You're like the Laverne and Shirley of Drag Race or something. <laughs> the Laverne and Shirley. But those are like two old white girls. That's more like Truth and Katya. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, my God. Time to play Snatch Game of Love. We're on the set. Um, and always, like in Snatch Game, like at first there's always the introductions when Rue just meets the contestants, meets the celebrities. And that's usually a very good indication of who's going to do well, how much they're popping. And like we said before, Cracker looks great, but... She's so serious about it. Mm, she's way too serious. Cracker's been too serious this whole competition. I got she learned from her season, but... And then we get to Alexis doing Walter Mercado. And Alexis is so smart because, A, she's doing a character who's fun to do, this kind of, like, very flamboyant, psychic person. But the, the smart thing about Snatch Game, which you, I think you did also, it's like you put yourself into the character as well. It's not like you have to turn yourself into somebody else. You have to figure out the balance between being your own funny self and the person you're playing. And that's, I feel like that's what Alexis does. Yes. I always recommend it. I always say to people, you should, like during a snatch game, you should definitely um, do someone that's close to your character. Like very, very close. Because then you just jump out. So, right. And then we mentioned India is doing Jeffree Star. That gets a bit... Mm. Yeah. Mm. And then our Bachelor comes out and it's Tommy Dorfman, who is this fun queer young actor he was on the show 13 reasons why what'd you think of him he's a, a cute little guy cute little fella um i love when he started asking the questions the cracker answered but it wasn't her turn it was my question dumb bitch <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't see that one coming i love that because that's what make it all fun like that's when he was setting it up for you can go in for the kill and child only alexis went in for the kill on those i loved it right and she didn't really step on anybody else but she took the moments to be like to and you know inject her own like walter mercado humor in between all the other like spots he don't want it he don't want it i can see it in the future 
yeah, she just she owned it. She owned it. She owned it. And duh, Tommy picks her. As rightfully so, she was the clear winner of that round. The clear winner. And then we get over the next round and we meet Ellen, who's Blair St. Clair. We meet uh, Eartha Kitt, done by Juju, and Flavor Flav. And oh my God, what did you think from the get-go with these three? I was just thinking like baby Justin Bieber is sitting on here. And because everybody's decided to do, to do boys, I was just like, dang, you should have turned that Ellen DeGeneres into the baby Justin Bieber. <laughs> and honey, you would have been on and popping. Um, so that's my, my first initial reaction. Child RuPaul and this love connection, Tango Tingle, that he got going on. <laughs> yeah. With the guests. And I was just like, oh, my goodness. Right. It's Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, who's been on the show a couple of times. He was on The Bitchler and All-Stars 3, you know, where he was, like, dating Trixie and Shangela and Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And then he, he came back once again for, you know, to be, to be a judge. And then in this episode, yeah, he shows up as, like, the Bachelor in Snatch Game of Love. And he is beautiful. It's just so handsome. And I love that he and Rue play up that, like, that old romance thing. Hi, Jeffrey. Hi, it's been a while. You look good. Thank you. So, uh... You're single again, I see. Looking for love. Is that the shirt I bought you? It still smells like you. I don't like it at all because Rue got a man and I ain't got no man. So she, she up there got a man and she's trying to take all the other little single men around here. So I was like, RuPaul, leave my man alone, child. Jeffrey, if you're listening, pay attention. I know, and, he, and he's hosting, he's one of the hosts now on Canada's Drag Race. Right. And then we get and we meet Eartha Kitt and we meet Flavor Flav. And just what did you think about them? Eartha Kitt and Flavor Flav is that round. Like, we can't even include Blair Sinclair in this round because she didn't do anything for anybody. Honey, I love the banter between Eartha Kitt and Flavor Flav. Roses are red, violets are blue. Pick me, because I love you. Oh. <laughs> that was mad creative. You know, you remind me a lot of my mama. She was bald-headed, too. It just goes to show, like, my two picks from the beginning was Shay and uh, Jujubee, and they show up and showed out for that segment. They also elevate it, because, like, there's a moment, like, the beginning, where, like, Flav throws out that poem. Gender is a construct, man, tear it apart. I'm stranger than fiction, but better than art. Which is so funny, because it's, like, both... Flavor Flav, and it feels like Shea Coulee kind of like having making a joke, educating us, and just being hilarious all at the same time. At the same time. It was brilliant. It was extra brilliant. And Jujubee was killing me. Just her like gestures and her, the voice. It's like it didn't matter what she was saying. She was just leaning into it so well. Ribbit. Ribbit. <laughs> I am a lady frog. And you are a sweet prince. I am convincing you. What do you think? I, I, I absolutely love it. I also just love when when they ask Juju, uh, where the question is like, how would you keep me warm at night? I would sensually walk to the thermostat <laughs> and turn up the thermostat to a sensible 74. <laughs> that was hilarious. Because it's such a, it's it's almost not even a jokey answer. It's so straightforward. But it's hilarious. It's just the delivery and just that's like, I don't know. She just, 
Juju makes fun out of everything. The smallest, simplest, like little things. Like all, all during the show and in her interviews and just like her comments between the girls. You you have to be creative in your thinking. And who would have ever thought like, let me just tell these folks to go turn up the thermostat. Right? Like who would ever thought of that? Like Juju could think of that. And the way I'm about to tell you to turn up the thermostat, you're going to believe in it. You're going you gonna to live for it. And I lived. Right. It could have been a double win that week. It could have been a triple win. Like, to be honest, Alexis, Juju B, or Shay could have won that week because it was just amazing. And it was fun because there's even the moment where, like, Flav does the poem. Roses are red. Buses is yellow. <laughs> I just realized that you are a fellow. It was so light and kind of loving. There was no, like, ah, treaded all this ground of, like, really funny things and also really sensitive things. It did feel like, oh, my God, this is, like, how you can do this. You're not making fun of anyone at anyone's expense, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was so creative in a way, too, like, just to add to that. You know, she does this straight guy to play a straight man in hip-hop culture. That intensified it a little bit more for me because... It's going to be a line. Hopefully, Flavor Flav see it and, you know, speak on it in a positive way and say that was really dope. That was really cool. <laughs> so I'm so grateful for that because it was honestly well done. I, I wouldn't know how to do a guy character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think you're right. She did. She did everyone a great service of like putting the, you know, putting Flavor out there, having fun with him but also kind of educating. Educating. And then at the end, she didn't turn Flavor Flav gay. It was like she did Flavor Flav the way Flavor Flav would be known and done in real life. And that's just creative within itself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jeffrey Boyer Chapman picks Flavor and they're going to go to Red Lobster. <laughs> okay. Now that's the only thing I thought Shay was missing because <laughs> Flav loves seafood, and so, like, he was on the Flavor of Love, he was always eating, like, lobsters and crabs. And so, like, if she would have pulled one of them out and started chomping, it would have been over. <laughs> and then we get to the runway. Rue comes out looking like a parade float in this huge dress. Oh, that now. I know, and I love Michelle, because she and she has to walk so slow in it. Michelle yells at her. She's like, Take your time, bitch! <laughs> has to be one of my top five looks of hers. I've never seen her in a ball gown, and that ball gown was just lovely. It was just too lovely. Oh, yes, ma'am. You are always the queen of, like, doing the runway at your own wonderful pace. <laughs> <laughs> and we see Rue's prom photo, because the theme is prom queen fantasy. What'd you think? I loved it. Like, first of all, he, he can find his prom photo. Kudos to him, because I don't know what any of my prom photos are. <laughs> now, who did you go to the prom with? I went to the prom with four girls I had the worst prom ever Oh! and if you know anybody ever want to redo a prom an adult prom I would be so happy to go alright well that's the theme of the runway it is prom queen fantasy runway who were your favorites who were your like two or three favorite looks um, Juju B had probably my favorite look because she literally looked like she was going to the prom in the 80s I love the hair the length of the dress the flowiness um the butterflies i just loved it all and the segment was like a more modern take um and i haven't really been feeling her runways i'll be honest because i think she's been too creative but 
I have really, I really, really, really enjoyed Blair Sinclair's this week. I love the look. I think it was amazing. And I think it was well, well done. So tasteful and so gay. And I... Right. I was saying, explain what she was wearing. It was like a tuxedo, but a skirt or... It was like a tuxedo dress. And I've only um, seen it done in, in drag, but it's usually black and white with rhinestones, but her colors. And I think she even had a boy shirt on, like a real boy shirt on. Like, it was just so well done. Like, I, I loved it. And it's so crazy because I just talked to my designer yesterday and I was like, I have been wanting like a tuxedo dress or like an old school tuxedo leotard. You know, I want something like that. And then this bitch had to come out. It was just well done. Proud of her. Ah. Blair started drag. Um, I started drag in Indianapolis, Indiana, and Blair came on the scene after me, like two or three years later, and started doing drag, and then got on Drag Race before me. So we got we have a long, long history together. So I'm very proud to see her growth. Yeah, yeah, she's she's looking she's looking great. But yeah, that was a fantastic look. She even had her little crown underneath her top hat that she like popped off. Loved it. The rhinestones on the hair that reminded me of Evie because Evie did that for one of her looks yeah what did you think of shay's look i love shay's look I, it just didn't give me prom <laughs> but i love the look i love the message i love the concept okay yeah okay and we'll be quick because i'm gonna get on the plane before too long um i just wanted to a quick line about cracker because she had her like prom girl with her pimples or breakout for the prom it was a look that was definitely a choice that's a true comedy queen child it was a choice. It wasn't my favorite, but okay. <laughs> and Alexis was a little great because I think that's the only girl we didn't mention. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, India and Alexis. Yeah. Now, I, I didn't understand India's look too much, but I love Alexis' look. India gave me, I don't know, drag queen going to prom because uh, I don't know what girls go wear a corset like that to prom. Like. <laughs> I want to dance. You can't restrict me. No, ma'am. Oh, my God. So we get to the judging and the critiques, and it kind of follows, you know, what happened in the, in the performances. Like, Shay ultimately wins, mm -hmm. um, and then she's got to decide who to send home. And then we find out that from this point on, nobody is safe moving forward in the competition. If you're not in the top, you are in the bottom, which means you are up for elimination. The queens could vote you home could vote to send you to go home mm -hmm. um so then they go back into the workroom which kind of changes everyone everyone's a little shaken by that and they also have talked in this episode about how india has been in the bottom at least three times before she wanted it she was at the bottom every week right so she is clearly worried they're all talking and shay's like well i don't need to have individual moments with you all because everyone's up for it but india's like can we go talk in private and then what happens do you remember when you were in the bottom with me and Mariah? Mm -hmm. Alexis and Mayhem came to me asking me to put your lipstick. See, I think that's the shady part. Like, if Alexis said something way back when, don't hold that to your advantage to the very end when you know you're about to get sent home. Like, don't don't do that. That's what I have a problem with because it kind of discredits India too when she's saying this because Mayhem sent herself home. So like. You really going to listen to them? It was a cute idea, but I don't think it was anything worth bringing up unless she was just trying to save your butt that bad. Right. So I think she did it out of desperation. And that's so unfortunate because Indians are sickening queen. And I really think 
Shay had planned on sending Alexis home. Right, right. And yeah, it's it even though Alexis, you know, said that she was gonna pick Shay, I truly believe that Alexis picked Shay because she didn't want to pick Mariah and India was close to her because they live in Vegas, only leaving Shay up. So like it's just shady. Like that's really, really shady. India is the queen of stunts because this is the biggest shenanigan I ever heard in my life. No, it's and it's tricky because you don't know who to believe because they're both like seem very like um, strong in their convictions. About Alexis says it's a stunt. She doesn't know what what's happening here. She doesn't understand it. India seems so hardcore, confident about this thing happened, and the rest of the girls don't know what to say. Like Juju, you know, goes over to talks to Alexis, and she's like, "What's going on?" Are you lying to me, or is she no. lying? I wouldn't even talk to them. I wouldn't even entertain that because. In my opinion, it just seemed like it was done out of desperation. And girl, I probably would have said in front of everybody if, if I was Shay, like, girl, you that desperate, like Miss Dane. Being on the outside world looking in, we don't know everything that was going on because we, you know, we only see a small portion. So I, I, I honestly don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's tricky. It's tricky. And then they all have to vote. Shay has to vote. And then they all head back to the main stage because it's time for an assassin to come out. And lo and behold, who shows up as the assassin behind the screen? It was my bestie, Vanessa Vangel Mateo, looking cute, in the young, ready to slay. <laughs> oh my God, looking so cute. It's always fun to see her pop up anywhere. You're damn right. <laughs> the lifting assassin is Vanessa Vangel, my daughter. I cannot even enjoy the moment when I see my drag daughter again, because if she wins the lip sync, and she holding my lipstick, it could be humiliating for me. Alexis is sitting there thinking she's about to get sent home and realizes... Alexis is sitting there shook us. She gonna see Vanjie. She think Vanjie got her name and on that lipstick. And now she be like, this is embarrassing. It's almost like a Mayhem Morgan situation where, you know, Morgan's holding Mayhem's lipstick and so she's a little, like, that's a little embarrassing. But, you know, it's, oh, it's just... The, the plot just thickens, honey. Like, <laughs> that whole episode, it just thickens and thickens. It's, it's intense. It's intense. And so, so they do the lip sync. They do it. Um, Shay is performing the hell out of it. Jan, Vanjie is bopping around, too. But... They both do their own styles, but I think that um, Shay gives more of the illusion in the style of the song, more so than Vanjie. Right. So, at the end of the song, Shay is declared the winner... Shay says, I thought I knew who, what I was going to do, but then a queen spoke to me and it may have changed my mind. The queen I have chosen is India. And, ooh, were you surprised? Well, her sending India home, it's just going to show that India bringing it up out of desperation just backfired on her. And she had to go. I think had she just closed her mouth, Shay would have just sent Alexis home as her heart was saying, and she was been waiting on since Alexis put her her lipstick in the box episodes and episodes and episodes ago right 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 right. so who knows like what she might have just like you know it might have all backfired if that was her strategy right well this has been quite the episode and you know this drama is going to continue trying to get to the bottom of this whole story one way or another mm-hmm and i can't wait <laughs> oh my god well thank you so much for talking through this episode with me what is next for you you a cookbook coming out, maybe? Well, my cookbook has been placed on hold since coronavirus. Okay. It's been laid out. It's a beautiful book. Um, but it'll be coming out um, when the coronavirus clears up. But right now, I'm just 
taking time to spend with my family and just to give them some love because my family loved me and I love them and I'm very blessed to have my biological family still love and accept me. Right. And yeah, I'm, I'm ready for your cookbook because I've made your cornbread and it's wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> I made it. The recipe made so much. I had like three pans worth. So I was eating it for a whole week and I could not have been happier. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Well, okay. Travel safe. We met your mom and your brother at the reunion in the finale of your season, and they are beautiful, so give them our love. Will do. Thank you. And enjoy your flight. Be safe. And thank you, Miss Silky. Everybody follow Silky Nutmeg Ganache on the platforms. Follow her on Instagram, on Twitter. She is on it. And watch your boss Drag Race. More episodes coming every Friday night. All Stars is chugging along. VH1 APM. Thank you, Silky. Bye, hon. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. Time to get down, throw your hands up, it's time to get down, throw your hands up.